Hey there, folks, and welcome to a special episode of Eddie and His Amazing Friends, the Hero Cast. Doing something that I have never done before. We will have a guest joining us later in the program. Because today is our, I want to say, this is probably the first twofer that we're doing. Now, don't worry, don't worry. In, um, oh, I don't know, June, July, somewhere in there, we will be doing a full Madam Web uh, review. But right now, it's just a... Um, just like a little mini-review, we'll say. Kind of like what we did for Spider-Man No Way Home. Now, you might be saying, why are you doing one for Madam Web of all movies? No Way Home, I get. It was a very epic movie. A lot of people talking about it. But why Madam Web? Well, because, as luck would have it, today is Morbius. So, thought it would be fun to double up on some Sony action if that's what you want to call it. So we will have a guest joining us later to discuss Madam Web. So with that said, uh, we got a lot to get into, so let's not waste any more time. So let's jump to the time capsule real, real quick. Um, champions in wrestling, actually all of them are the same as last week, except Dolph Ziggler is the NXT champion. Song the same, don't talk about Bruno, so... Or we don't talk about them. Whatever. We're not going to talk about that anymore. So, having said all that, let me see. What was I up to in this time? Morbius. Ah. While it came out in, let's see, March 10th of 2022, it did get delayed by a month or two because of a little tiny COVID outbreak. A little spike, if you will, in uh, around January. I think that was when it was supposed to drop, so... Um, we didn't really have anything in April, so I just wrote, I was less than a month away from my birthday, and birthday this year in 2022 was, um, I went to my favorite restaurant, Daruma, so that's fun, that's what I did for my birthday. Now, let us jump into the facts and, oh, history of this movie, history with Morbius, I saw it in the theater. And I'll tell you, there were two things, two things that I was curious about with this movie. I was not at all very interested in the Morbius character. Even in the cartoon, the Spider-Man cartoon, Morbius was... Mm, I wasn't super into him. But there were two things about this movie I was curious about. Number one, I was curious, how is the Vulture, because he was in the trailer... How is he going to tie into this movie? What are they going to do? Where are they going with this? Are we doing a um, are we doing a Sinister Six? What's going on? The other thing I was curious about is in the in the trailer. There's a very famous scene where Jared Leto is running in front of. He's in his. This is after he escapes the prison scene. He's running in front of, like, a Spider-Man mural, or, like, a painting, graffiti, or whatever, on the wall, and across the graffiti, it says, Murderer. And I was like, huh. I don't care about Morbius, but that's interesting. I have so many questions. Number one, which Spider-Man is that? Everyone seems to think it's the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. 
So, does he live in this universe? Is he in this movie? Is he going to be teased? What's going on? Also, who did Spider-Man allegedly murder? That's interesting, right? So I'm curious about that. While I did get an answer, sort of, to the Vulture question, which we'll dive into later, that scene, completely removed from the trailer, bait and switch, if ever there was one, absolute false advertising. And I don't know if it was this movie that caused this law to go into effect, but you can now sue movie companies if they false advertise in trailers. Again, I don't know if this was the movie that kicked that off, but it was around the same time, so I suspect maybe they had something to do with it. But, I mean, a lot of people accused uh, the Madam Web thing of false advertising. To be fair, Madam Web did not false advertise. They just showed a scene... By the way, the, the, the review that we'll be doing later is heavy spoilers. So if you're not... if you if for whatever reason you're listening to this and you're like, well, I, I don't want... I'm, I'm going to see Madam Web, I just don't want to hear it spoiled. Okay, then shut it off early. But I think a lot of you are just like, yeah, thanks for taking the bullet for me. No problem. So with Madam Web, though, it's a tiny spoiler, and I'm pretty sure everybody knows this by now, the scenes in the trailer are very... It's misleading. It's not false advertising, because those scenes do exist in the movie, but they don't exist for a big part of the movie, and I think maybe the trailers might have you believe that they do. So, but whereas this, Jared Leto running in front of the Spider-Man murderer picture, completely not in this movie, that I was upset about. It's like, okay, movie, you, you can't do that. You can't do that. I was genuinely curious... Like, I, again, had no interest in the Morbius character. But I was like, okay. We're, we're bringing in Vulture. All right. We're, Spider-Man's in this universe somewhere. Okay. I might be a little interested. No. That completely gone from the movie. I think that is shameful. Shameful advertising. So, let's see where this movie lands. Budget, $83 million. Box office, $167.5 million. Let's be honest, with the marketing, it probably lost money. At best, it broke even. Um, of course, it went back into the theater for a week or two because of the Morbin Time memes. And everybody, uh, Sony was like, oh, people like this movie. And it made like $80,000. So it's like, no, dude, people are making fun of this movie. How do you not know that? This what a this is one of the things about Sony. I I don't I don't think the people in charge of the Sony live action Spider-Man movies are very smart. Or like I don't think they know what they clearly don't know what people want, you know? So, where did this put us at on our list? It is number 99 at 100, sorry, 84.5 million. It's 89.1 with the inflation. Again, any movie that's that doesn't make half of its budget back, or roughly half, it, it probably, like I said, at best broke even. So, but fortunately, we don't have access to the marketing budgets. But that puts it right below Hellboy 2 The Golden Army. Very underrated movie, by the way. And right above V for Vendetta. Also a good movie. So, yeah. Morbius is right in there at 99. It is a top 100 grossing superhero movie as of now. We'll see if that changes. Um, 
We got a big, big discrepancy on Rotten Tomatoes. Critics, 15%. Very low. Fans, 71%. That is higher than I would have guessed. So, oh, before I forget, because I always do, uh, follow us on Twitter at EC underscore hero, so you'll get all of the breaking news first. That's where I, we don't have a ton of breaking news, it's just a weekly podcast, but if ever there is, that's where you'll hear it. EC underscore hero on Twitter and X, whatever. Uh, EC HeroCast on Instagram. Also, EddieC85 on Twitter and Instagram. Eddie with a Y. Um, yeah, I guess we can dive into the cast. Like I said, we got a loaded show, so let's try to let's try to get this one done, because I'm sure you're all really here from Adam Webb. I'm not stupid. But there's really only two characters that I think are worth talking about. Although, it's... <laughs> I guess shout-out uh, Tyrese Gibson is in this movie. That's uh, that's fun. Um, shout-out J.K. Simmons, who had a scene in this movie, but his scenes were cut, among other things that were cut. At least he wasn't in the trailer. But the two main people, we got Matt Smith, the old Doctor Who, as Lucien, a.k.a. Milo. Well, look, the guy had fun with the movie. He saw the script, and he was like, I get it. And he just did not take the movie seriously. He had a blast. And look, what can I say? I, it was fun watching him. It was fun watching him. That's all I can, you know, I don't I don't really have any strong feelings about him. He's kind of a forgettable villain, but he knew the assignment we'll say. He knew the assignment. And finally, Jared Leto as Dr. Michael Morbius. Well, I don't know. I mean, I, here's the problem with Morbius. He's not even a hero. So, this is my initial problem with this movie, for starters. Morbius is a villain. Morbius is a bad guy. Now, is he conflicted? Does he try to do good things sometimes? Sure. Does he do occasional face turns? Sure. But he's a villain. I don't... You know... I guess I'll say this. You know, Sony had the Venom movies. And it's like, okay, if you can't do Spider-Man... I guess Venom... The first one made a lot of money. The second one, not as much. Neither are good, but they're fun. Although I didn't think the second one was nearly as fun. Uh, but Venom is a big enough name where it's like, okay, you can you could take a shot at that. And the only other time we saw Venom was in Spider-Man 3, and it wasn't very good. So, okay, sure, fine. We, 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 got, we got Venom, fine. You can do that. And then... They're like, well, let's push our luck. Let's try Morbius. And I'll say this. I at least get the logic of Morbius. The logic of Morbius at least makes sense. Now, if you ask me, did I think this movie would be a success? No. No. If Sony came up to me in 2021, early 2021, I was like, hey, we're thinking about making a movie about Morbius. What do you think? I would say, eh... I don't think that one's going to fly. I don't think that one will do well. Maybe a TV show? 
maybe, but even then, I don't know. But at least the logic is, well, people do like superhero movies, and back in early 2022, there was no such thing as superhero fatigue. That was a term mostly invented last year, I think, 23. Maybe late 2022. But the... um, also, people like vampires. Vampires are very popular, right? You, you you put a vampire in a movie, people seem to like it. Okay, okay, I I get it. I get why you made Morbius. I would not have done it. I did. I would not have thought it would do well. It didn't do well. But okay, I at least get the logic of it, right? So there's that. That's kind of the thing. Like, and even not to jump ahead, but like Craven. Eh, I guess I get the logic of it. He's like a badass action movie, violent Rambo, Marvel meets Rambo. Okay, I get it. At least that's what the trailer makes it look like. With Madam Web, it's like... I don't even understand this. Why did you make this? Who was this for? Who was asking for this? You know, again, with Morbius, it's like, well, people like vampires, we thought, maybe. Okay, that's... That's... That logic makes sense. It didn't work, but at least the logic I agree with. Madam Webb? Really? Anyway, uh, Jared Leto did fine, I guess. I don't... I don't know. I don't... Um, I don't really look at this as this movie as a Jared Leto problem, the way people did with Suicide Squad. Like, oh, Jared Leto... No, that movie was just bad. Jared Leto didn't help, but that movie was bad. With this movie, I, I guess he was fine. The problem was really... It was so corny. That was the problem with this movie. Like, the, when, when your face changes, like, all you have to do is growl, and your face immediately morphs into a vampire face for, like, a split second. It's so cringy. It really is. I mean, I just... It's, it's goofy. I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I just, I don't know what, like, again, what what was Jared Leto really supposed to do with this? Because the script is so goofy and cringy. I mean, I guess he could have had more fun with it, you know, and, and, and been more like Matt Smith, but I, I don't know. I mean... Matt Smith was the villain, so it's a little different, I guess. I don't know. Whatever. Um, I guess a uh, shout-out to uh, Adriana Arjona, who played uh, Dr. Martine Bancroft, who said she drew inspiration from Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Strange, but okay. <laughs> I mean... Hey, if you're a fan, that's fine, but AOC is neither a doctor nor a vampire, so... Yeah, whatever. I mean, she, she was... Yeah, she was fine in this. I didn't... I didn't really pick up AOC vibes. I'm not... It's a strange inspiration for this movie, I will say. It's, it's not one who I would have pegged, but okay, sure. But yeah, she... She's fine. Um, we'll see. But uh, let us jump into the plot. Like I said, 
we got a lot to get to today and not a lot of time to get to it. Actually, we have as much time as we need, but I don't really want to talk about these movies for a super long time. So we open with Dr. Michael Morbius. He's on crutches. He's setting up this machine at the mouth of a cave in the jungle of Costa Rica to lure out these vampire bats. So, all right. I'll, uh, you know, decent opening. We're jumping right into it. That's fine. He cuts his hand and the bats fly out. Okay. Then we cut to Greece 25 years earlier. Michael and his friend Lucian, a.k.a. Milo, they're in the hospital for sick kids. They got this, uh, it's a fictional disease, by the way. But basically, this disease, you will die probably in your early to mid-30s. You can't walk. You need crutches to walk. It's a blood disease. You need to get a, you know as they called it, an oil change three times a day to, you know, stay alive. So, not a fun life, right? You gotta get stuck with a needle three times a day. You have to be on crutches. You're gonna die in your early, mid-30s. Not fun. So, but, one of the doctors there does spot that Michael is actually really, really smart. He's gifted. And he sends uh, him to the school for the gifted. The Xavier School for the Gifted. And anyway, Michael grow. There was an X Men little nod in there, but Michael grows up. He becomes an accomplished doctor. He's using the bats that he got from Costa Rica to work on a cure for himself because he's like, well, you know, these bats they need uh, they they drink blood, but they have this thing inside them that can make them use the blood and kills the bad blood. Whatever, I don't know. But apparently, Michael and uh, Milo both have bad blood. Uh, within them, and that's why they're going to die early. So, he tests this on a mouse, and the mouse dies at first, but then it doesn't. So he's like, huh, maybe this works. He visits Milo and says he's close. Uh, But, problem is, um, my test, I don't have much time, because we're going to die soon, but it's, uh, my test is not yet ethical. It's not, it's, uh, it is illegal, it's expensive, it's dangerous, it's against the FDA, so... Um, but And it also need to be done on international waters. But Milo, he seems to have some money from his family, so he's like, yeah, I'll, I'll help. We don't have much time left. we got to do something, right? So they load up everything onto the ship. Dr. Bancroft comes with them. They do the experiment on Michael. One of the crew members comes down and starts to hit on Dr. Bancroft. Or something, I don't know. Apparently this crew was like a bunch of hired guns. I don't know, like, that's who you hired? You wouldn't just hire, like, fishermen or something? Like, okay. But, uh, so we established that they are jerks, so it's okay if they are, they are killed. And uh, Morbius wakes up. He's got the vampire powers now. He takes out the whole crew, kills them. And then he sees what he did when he kind of comes to... And he takes the formula, he jumps overboard and leaves. The FBI investigates, see how the victims have had their blood drained, and immediately they're like, must be a vampire. <laughs> like, sure, that's that would be my first go-to. Although, to be fair, they do reference, like, oh, this is just like that guy in San Francisco. So this is a universe where Venom exists. So, I guess vampires could. Anyway, 
Back at the lab, Morbius realizes, he's like, I have superhuman strength, I can kind of fly, or glide really well, I don't know. Um, I have bat radar, and um, but I do need human blood to survive, because this artificial blood won't work. You know, I need cravings every six hours, and it becomes four hours and 22 minutes, so... Yeah, it's, um... I don't know, these powers are kind of goofy. That's why I just don't know if Morbius works as a movie. I, I, you know? But anyway, Milo stops by the lab. He sees Morbius is in rough shape. He gives him the blood, and he sees that it helps him. But Morbius refuses to help him and says, This isn't a cure, it's a curse. And then uh, Milo's like, so that's what, you know, I, you get to live and I get to die, is that it? And Milo makes a good point. He's like, you know, let me decide for it. And then Milo leaves, but he takes one of the formulas. Then we cut to a nurse at the hospital. She is killed by a vampire. So the police go looking for Morbius, and after he gets away, initially, they do eventually arrest him. But Morbius is able to break out of prison. He runs past the Spider-Man mural in a deleted scene somewhere. And he does get some help from Milo, who Morbius later realizes, oh, he took the formula too because he's not on crutches. But we do get our first Easter egg in this movie, where Milo purchases a newspaper. It's a Daily Bugle. And it says, Dr. Michael Morbius apprehended for vampire murder. But there are two other stories on the top that are kind of interesting. One says, Rhino on the loose. Zoo hoax fools us all. Hmm. Okay. And the other one says, Black cat, friend or foe. Hmm. There's another Easter egg later on. But Milo wants Morbius to join him and have fun. He's like, we can do anything we want. But Morbius wants to figure out a way to control this. And then they fight in the subway and Milo kills a bunch of the police, and Morbius Morbius then uh, meets with Dr. Bancroft on a bus and tells her about Milo. Um, but before... Uh, this is Easter egg number three. Before Morbius meets with uh, Bancroft, she's looking at a newspaper on the bus. we got another newspaper Easter egg. And uh, she looks at the headline. Well, the headline is... You know, of course, um, Michael Morbius is wanted for murder or whatever. But there's another story at the very top. It says, Chameleon's Great Escape. Hmm. So we've got Chameleon, Rhino, and Black Cat all teased in this movie. I think there was supposed to be, or maybe there was another tease for um, Spider-Woman somewhere. I don't know. But it uh, doesn't matter. We've seen them in Matt. We'll get to them in this episode. But I think I remember reading that somewhere that there was a, like, Jenna Cromwell's name was on a newspaper somewhere. I don't know. doesn't matter. But um, she's, you know, clearly she'll, she'll be paid off in the review we're about to do. So, anyway, uh, at this restaurant, um, you know... Morbius hears these people talking about their money counterfeiters. So he kind of follows the money counterfeiters to their lab. And apparently it's well hidden. And he breaks one of the guy's hands and he takes the lab from him. He's like, you can keep all the money. I just need this space. So he, in within this lab, he develops some kind of cure, anti-vampire thing. I don't know. 
we don't really get too deep into that. Uh, and then we get, oh my, the, the famous scene where Milo dances in his bathroom when he's getting dressed and his face switches to a vampire. It's very goofy, but hey, the guy was having fun making the movie. You know, that's all I can say. He was having fun making this terrible movie. So, give him credit. So, um, yeah. So, after um, Milo kills his doctor, Morbius finds him, and then Morbius uh, finds Dr. Bancroft, who's been injured badly by Milo. And in order to save her, he uh, drops some blood in her mouth, but then she dies, and then he still kind of sucks her blood a little. It's weird. So, she's dead. R.I.P. to a real one, question mark? So Morbius and Milo, they do their battle. It's not super great. It's just them flying around and crashing into things. You know, you, 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 you get it. So, Morbius then kills Milo. The old stake through the heart bit. And then later, we see Dr. Bancroft wake up. Oh. Oh no. Then we get a uh, very quick mid credit scene. It just says, like, Morbius is, like, the title character. And then we cut to a post mid credit scene, I guess. So, the purple sky from No Way Home opens up, and Adrian Toomes just appears in the prison. And the news broadcast this, and like, well, no one knew who he was, so they just let him out. He wasn't supposed to be there. So, okay. I guess that makes sense. I mean, that's where he was in... Um, that's where he was in, uh, you know, No Way Home, the, that universe, so that's where he ended up in this universe. Alright. So, we get another mid credit scene where Morbius is out driving his big fancy sports car. He stops in the middle of nowhere on the highway, like at 3 a.m. And in flies the Vulture with his new suit, which he has somehow made without any of the... (laughs) without any of the uh, alien artifacts that made his first one. But he... uh, he tells Morbius, he's like, you know, I don't know how I got here, and I'm still figuring out this place, but I've been reading up on you, Michael Morbius. And, uh... But anyway, I... I like he said, well, I got the order wrong. He says, I've been reading up on you, Michael Morbius, and, uh... Listen, I don't know how I got here. I'm still figuring the place out, but I think it has something to do with Spider-Man. He says, you know, I think guys like us should team up and do some good. And then Morbius replies with... Intriguing. And then we roll the credits. So that was Morbius. That was the first movie from Sony and the Spider-Verse that ventured away from Venom and (laughs) Spider-Man. And uh, like I said, we're going to get into uh, a little bit of Madam Web here in a minute. But first, we got to grade Morbius. Um, Look... For a movie, it wasn't good, and I don't know, I just, it was, it was just there, you know, this felt, this movie felt like, and I'll say this about Madam Web too, but 
and I'm going to actually record these like maybe a couple hours apart. So if I say it again, I apologize. But my memory is, oof. But uh, this felt like this would take place in like early 2000s. Like Deadpool, Elektra, Punisher, Morbius. You know, it's just, it kind of fits, you know? What was, what was another one? Um, like, um, why can't I think? Um, like Superman Returns, you know? Like just all these early 2000s hero movies that were just like, you know, what, what are we doing? Um, I know there's more that I'm not coming up with. Oh, uh, like Hulk, another one. Um Catwoman, oh god, Catwoman, how could I forget that? Yeah, Catwoman, uh, Blade 3, you know, Constantine, a lot of, you know, Fantastic Four, it's like, that's the era that this movie belongs in, and back then it's a little more forgivable, now it's just like, what are we doing? And it becomes even less forgivable with, with the, um, with what we're gonna talk about later. But at least this one... I mean, the Spider-Man scene being cut is a real bummer because that was one of the things I was intrigued about. Like, genuinely interested. The stuff with Vulture, while it was slapped on at the end, at least it... I mean, it gave you something. It's not much, but it's something to look forward to. And quite frankly, I've been looking forward to that for two years, and I I am no closer now than I was back then to knowing where the hell Sony's going with all this. Um, so, yeah. Um, doesn't appear like there's gonna be a Morbius 2. They may use Morbius in the Blade movie or something. I don't know. I've been reading a lot of things. There's a lot of things up in the air, but... Yeah, I I don't know. Um, as far as this movie... Um, like I said, it's just forgettable. You know, if it wasn't for having to, um watch for this podcast, I, w- I would not watch this movie again. I really wouldn't. Uh, the Easter eggs were at least intriguing, but it's like, are we really going to get anything with this? I don't know. Milo did mention, another Easter egg I forgot. Milo mentioned playing cards or something with another Russian. Everybody's like, oh, it's Craven. Maybe. I don't know. Although based on the trailer, Aaron Taylor Johnson is just doing an American accent, so I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I guess I got a grade Morbius, right? Um, shoot, I don't know. I mean, I I don't know. What do you like a a four and a half? I mean, it's just look. The one thing I will say about this movie, I'll defend it a little bit. It got really hated on when it came out. And people were calling it, like, the worst Marvel movie. The wor- Like, there was the meme of, like, you know, Arnold and Carl Weathers, like, grabbing hands. And it was, like, worst Marvel movie. Worst DC movie. And then in the middle, it was, like, Jared Leto. And then the Darth Maul with the lightsaber. Same deal. And it's like, no. No. This was, by far, not the worst Marvel or DC movie. Like... Suicide Squad is not the worst DC movie, and this is not the worst Marvel movie. My God, there's so it was just became cool to hate on it, and Ma- Madam Web's gonna be the same way. Although Madam Web, I think, is worse than this, so maybe 
I know our guest thinks so, which we'll get him on in a moment. But yeah, this was um, this was bad. But it's not nearly as bad as all the reviews made it out to be. It's just forgettable. It's just like, whoop, there it was. That was a movie. But is it on the level of Catwoman, Supergirl? Um, no, it's not. And it's like, you know, there's, hell, there's even movies um, with, uh, I think expectations also matter. So it's like X-Men 3. X-Men, the Dark Phoenix movie? No, those are way worse than this, too. Uh, X-Men Apocalypse was worse than this because, again, expectations, I think, have to factor in. So, I don't know. But, yeah, four and a half. I I just... It's forgettable. It's just kind of a nothing movie. But, anyway, um, before we go, in case I forget, because I'll be wrapped up talking about Madam Web here in a few hours with our guest... Uh, next week's movie is Green Ghost and the Master of the Stone. You're probably like, what the hell is that? Don't worry, I was too. It's on uh, It's on Amazon Prime. It's free, so, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I will, well, I'll save the quote for the end. Um, because, like I said, this episode is not yet done. If you don't want to be spoiled with Madam Web... If you really want to see it and you haven't seen it yet, then you can shut the podcast off now. Although you will have to wait for the you, you will have to uh, not miss not hear the quote. So sorry about that. But if you do not care about the Madam Web spoilers and you want to hear myself and the guest rip it apart, then by all means you may uh, continue listening. But um, that does it for me right now. And we will now be transitioning through the magic of editing to a few hours later in the day. Enjoy the Madam Web talk. Thank you. All right, we are back for part two of uh, Sony Week. I don't know. And I am joined by a special guest. You probably know him from, I'd say, 75% of the episodes we've done. Caleb yeah, is at least back. Don't- yeah, at least over a hundred episodes, that's for sure. Um, yeah, I'm back and uh, I'm here. You know, it's Sony Week. So, when did you watch Madam Web? Just out of curiosity. I watched it Friday night, uh, February 16, and uh, normally but we you do... watched it what around like eight o'clock your time. Yeah, seven. But uh, okay. yeah, normally instead of the history of this movie, because we both just watched it Friday. Yeah, I'm going to do. Why did you watch this movie? So <laughs> I will start with you because I was surprised that you watched it. Because John but and I will I see was... everything, but especially him. So, but you, you not as much. So here's the thing. Like I got to thinking again. I'm a Regal Unlimited member, so you know they say two visits a month pays for it. I only had one so far. The other movie I'd seen was uh, actually Lisa Frankenstein. Go watch that. That's actually solid. Um. But anyway, you know, got a wild hair because I, I had got home. I was wide awake. It was ten almost 10 o'clock, 930. And I saw, oh, hey, there's a showing of this in 40 minutes. I'm 30 minutes away from my theater. So I quickly and this was very hasty. This was a last minute, last minute decision. I was already in my sleep garb, if I'm being honest with you. Um, 
you know, muscle tank and a pair of shorts. So I threw a hoodie on, threw on some socks and shoes, drove out to the to the old cinema. And uh, yeah, because I got a wild hair. I was like, man, like, I'm, let's do it. Let's watch it. I hear it's awful. I had already seen a review about it and some of the stuff that I had heard. I was just like, surely this is an exaggeration. Like, there is no way they did this. There is no way that's what what uh, destroyed the bad guy at the end. Surely not. And it was true, all of it. Yeah, I... Here's the thing with me. I If this was not Sony... We, okay, actually, let me back it up. Because I suspect we'll get some new listeners who just want... Like, yeah, let me hear what happened in this movie. I don't want to actually watch it, which I fully understand. Uh, a little history. Sometimes the podcast has fortuitous timing. The first encounter of this was when way oh. back with the crow nope. dropping Halloween nope. week. Oh, okay, okay. I yeah. thought you were going to mention something else. Never mind. No. <laughs> There's been some news events that have coincided with episodes. But yes. that was one. The crow was the the big one. Uh Okay, let me think. Spider-Man... Robocop was really bad timing. Yeah, that was. Uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse dropped the same week as Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. So that had a lot of downloads, you know. People trying to, uh, you know, get caught up. Just, they forgot what happened, I suppose. So, I get that. I get that. And um, that was great timing. I I, I couldn't have planned that. I'm not that smart. And then, here we are. You know, Madam Web dropped and then a week later i saw morbius and i'm like god i will do it for the people but otherwise i probably just would have re- watched a, a spoiler review on it on youtube because i gotta be honest it you know i'm, I'm trying to think the last non or sorry the last uh marvel or dc movie i did not see in theaters i feel like it had to be the fantastic four remake Ooh. and it, like I, I'll, 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 I will gladly admit when it comes to uh, Marvel or DC movies, especially Marvel, I'm like the, it's like a, I'm a kid back on Saturday morning. Now, when it says in association with Marvel at the beginning, <laughs> not as exciting, but still, it's there. But for me to mm-hmm. not even want to see one, in this case, Madam Web, it's, uh, it, it, it takes some skill to be able to pull that off. But if it wasn't for Morbius, if Morbius was a month away, I, I probably, you know, probably would not have seen it. Or a month earlier, I probably would not have seen this, to be honest. But here we are. I'm so glad I did. I'm so glad I did. I will tell you that, man. This is like, to me, this is competing with Catwoman, if I'm being honest with you. Well, you know, I just reviewed Morbius. I said Morbius was kind of in the category of Daredevil, Elektra, the Fantastic Four remake. Yeah. This is somewhere in between Catwoman and Elektra, I think. Yeah. Supergirl. I mean, like, to me, the bottom is, the absolute bottom is is Catwoman and Supergirl Mm -hmm. uh, for very different reasons, but... Yes. Yeah, and well, I mean, then the, I think expectations matter. So this one I had none. <sighs> I don't know. Um, are, we, 
Are we going spoiler heavy here, or are we keeping it vague? <laughs> no, I mentioned in uh, in the Morbius part, I'm like, listen, you can stop it if you really want to actually see the movie, but this will be all spoilers uh, okay. from, from here on out, so uh, we've warned you several times. So I am so curious how much Pepsi placement, man. I hope a lot, because... Um, so the box office is not kind. Here's the thing, I, you know. Here's the thing. There is um there are Coke people in the world and there are Pepsi people in the world. And us Pepsi people, we now have an ace in the hole. You know, we can say, "Hey, has a Coke sign ever crushed a bad guy to death?" No, I don't think so. Exactly, cuz a Pepsi sign sure did. So, uh, so uh, real quick, and this is so <laughs> weird, so weird. The attention to detail that they paid to whether they painted it or whatever they had to do. Because there was one point in the movie where Ben Parker and Cassandra Webb uh, were getting lunch at the station or whatever. And they, they got cans of Mountain Dew Code Red. And I'll be damned. I caught that. Yeah. Those were 2003 style cans of Code Red. I did notice that. Yeah, I was like, hey, yeah. I remember, because I, I was around when I worked at UPS, got a Code Red every day. Mm-hmm. That is a very weird detail to, to pay attention to in the whole grand scheme of this movie. They nailed that detail for whatever reason. Well, so I wrote down a few notes here. I'm going to start off with something nice, believe it or not. Because yeah. I, I heard people say... Um, I heard people say that, oh, well, it was a plot hole that she could just get on a plane when she's a wanted felon for kidnapping these people. And to be fair, I was like, no, 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 she was not a, she was not wanted. They did not know that it was Cassandra Webb who had kidnapped these girls. They said mm -hmm. a woman in her early thirties. So they did not know her name. So mm -hmm. I will give the movie that that is not a plot hole. That being said, there's a lot of plot holes. Yes. Uh, okay, uh, let me start with just the plot holes. Then I have a few comments about just the stupidity of the movie. Include How about the acting in general? We'll get to the acting, but I have a lot to say about the acting, that's for sure. Mm -hmm. All right, here's plot hole number one. So, the NSA, as I understand it, is a very high-level government agency... And I think it would be strange, and I, I feel like they have a strong, I work at a bank, so it's like, there's a strong internal audit team, you know, it's like, you can't, for instance, look up your own, I don't have an account where I bank, that's, you know, gotta be smart, but if I were to, like, look up my own bank account where I worked, they would be like, hey, you're not allowed to do that. <laughs> so, I feel like someone at the NSA would be like, hey... You know that lady who hasn't come into work in two weeks and we haven't heard from her and we haven't called and no one knows where she is? How come she keeps logging into her work from some random apartment in uh, New York and keeps running searches on these people? Which, by the way, I don't even think AI technology is this good to where you can, like, type in a... F or, yeah, I guess type in someone's facial description show what they look like, remove the mask, and then age them up 10 years. I don't even think AI now is good enough, but apparently in 2003, 
AI was mm-hmm. good enough. So the whole NSA thing, while it was like kind of, it gave the bad guy an edge, I guess. It just, I'm like, I don't. Is the NSA ever gonna like shut this person down, or do they just not care that like, hey, the our dead employee is still logging in? That's weird. Oh well. Yeah. So that was a big plot hole for me. The other one that I thought, well, there this kind of goes together. The news. If this was a smartphone, I would buy it. But there's a guy in the diner who's reading a newspaper that shows the three girls that are kidnapped. The girls were kidnapped that day. The newspaper would not have them in their <laughs> on the front page. It would be tomorrow's paper, maybe. Yes. But no, if it's a smartphone, yeah, sure. But it's it's not. So that that bothered me. And then the biggest plot hole of all, the fact that Cassie just keeps driving around this stolen taxi, parks it at an airport, leaves it there for a week, and then comes back and still drives the taxi around. I don't know. Don't taxis have a way to like track them, or wouldn't, yeah. wouldn't someone notice like this taxi with a big dent in the hood? Be like, hey, and, that and taxi no was reported plate. stolen. Yeah, like yeah, I, uh, that bugged me. So those were my yeah. three big plot holes. Mm-hmm. Um, although there's a few other, the, they're not really plot holes. They're just because I I described this movie. As the fact that it was two hours, it felt too long, but it still felt like there were big chunks of plot missing. Yeah. And and I, I liked your description of it. Felt like it was written by AI. That was. I'm, and I wasn't even joking. Is the thing like <laughs> it really it, did? It felt like it was written by artificial intelligence, man. I was waiting for uh, Dakota Johnson to grow a sixth finger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I don't. So those are my big plot holes. The other things I noticed. I'm very this, this I want I would love to see I would love to be in the meeting with Sony and Marvel of what Sony's allowed to do and what they're not allowed to do because they never say Peter Parker in the movie which by the way Peter Parker's in the movie so I guess there's a Spider-Man but they don't call him that he's I mean, just you know he's Technically in the movie, yes, as a yeah, baby. Yeah, he's a baby. He, and it's like, but they don't call him that. They also aren't allowed, I notice they don't say Aunt May. They ask Ben, like, oh, I met someone. Oh, what's her name? Oh, guy, mm-hmm. you know, um, guy conveniently interrupts conversation before he can say so, her name is May. And I stand by my ending, and I pitched it to you. Mm-hmm. What they should have done is... um. You know, Ben Parker's minding his own business, whatever, and he's going to check into a hotel, and in front of him, some woman, you know, some bystander throughout the movie that we had seen, she's going to check in, and uh, she says, oh, maybe it's under my government name, May Riley, which I had to look up. Oh, hey, that that was her maiden name. But yeah, and you do the whole cringy-ass, like, Dark Knight Rises ending, and then Ben Scott introduces himself, hey, name's Ben, Ben Parker. Or what the hell was his name on Parks and Rec? Ben Wyatt? Yeah. There yeah. we go. Yeah, he's played two Bens. Yeah. Yeah. but He, he was actually fine in this, I would say. I, I guess, yeah. I mean, th- that's a low bar. Yeah. Well, yeah, it was, so I, had to, I couldn't remember. It was Mike Epps that interrupted him. So he's like, yeah, I met someone. And, and 
Cassie's like, oh, what's her name? And he's like, ah, she's great. And then Mike Epps comes in and is like, hey, burgers are done. And it's like, (laughs) we just got around so we don't have to say Aunt May. So it made me think that Disney maybe owns Aunt May and Peter Parker, but Sony owns, like, I I don't know. I don't get it. So if you look, if you really want to, like, deep dive, given that they set this in 20, uh, sorry, 2003, uh, they really kind of bungled up the timeline really bad. Yep. So that might be why they were kind. Of, they maybe that maybe that is why they cut out like mentions of May or you know Peter that sort of thing or by name I guess you know. Yeah, I don't. I don't understand. I don't. I don't know who that Peter Parker is. Does that Peter Parker grow up to be Andrew Garfield or Tom Hall? Like, who is that? I don't even know. <laughs> like, so. I'm going to say this, guys. This was this was an experience. I think I said that earlier, but it, it bears repeating. This was an experience, and there's a part of me. It's not going to happen, but there's a part of me that wants there to be a sequel. Now, Dakota Johnson said she would do a sequel. Are you sure? Because she did not seem too keen. <laughs> I I mean, I'm sure they still pay her no matter how the movie does. Uh, but yeah. there was also a video of her going around. I don't know if she was just doing it for laughs. I don't think so. But they asked her to name the three Tom Holland movies, and she's like, oh, Spider-Man, here he comes. And, uh, oh, Spider-Man, oh, he's back. And Spider-Man and the Goblet <laughs> of Fun. Which was funny, but I genuinely don't think she knew the names. I don't know. Because she said she did, and the interviewer's like, well, so we're supposed to just trust you? And she's like, no, no, it's Spider-Man, here he comes. And Spider-Man, he's back. And yeah. So, I, I Yeah, I don't I don't think she knew the names. Uh, I so, um, that that is not like okay here's the thing she was sleepwalking through this yeah yeah i know you like sydney sweeney but she was sleepwalking through this big time mm-hmm. the other two i mean i don't know i guess they tried yeah they were fine i thought uh yeah they they did okay i thought the table dancing scene at the diner was stupid like yeah. if that diner is anything like a, a waffle house they're gonna tell you to get down and get the hell out like, yeah well if, it, if it's a waffle house they're gonna fight you for doing that yeah that's true but also uh these were supposed to be teenage girls don't sexualize them like you did in that diner scene <laughs> Big time is like, oh, tie up your shirt, Sydney. Yeah. Which, by the way, they they were almost trying to do the the Catwoman with Sydney Sweeney. Like, oh, she's such a nerd. Look, she I wears gl- she wears glasses. Look how gross Dude, she is. Yeah, that that dog, Sydney Sweeney. Ugh. <laughs> oh yeah, she's a she's a three on the Russian Metro, is what I read today. Apparently. Yeah, for for sure. Yeah. Gosh, <laughs> dude. Um. So a couple other notes. Oh well, one other note. Got to talk about this this Ezekiel Sims guy. Fucking Trump. Jesus Christ! I'm sorry. You're gonna have to edit that. <laughs> nah, Trash, whatever. dude. Um. Yeah. Okay. Here is my question. What I I don't understand. Okay, I get his motive. So this was kind of like a lot of people have compared this to Terminator Two, where it's like he can see the future. He's going back to try to kill you know, essentially three John Connors, mm-hmm. right? Which is like, okay, not, you know, I guess that's, if that's what you want to do, that wouldn't be the bet. That wouldn't be my idea for this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I'll get to my idea later, but uh, sure, okay. And he's found them, and he sees that they're killing him. But, like, why are they killing him? Because it's like, we know he's a bad guy, but, like, do the spider women know that? Like, it's like the three of them break into his apartment and just throw him out of his apartment. It's like, oh, they come off as, like, assassins. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, why why are, this is, these aren't, I mean, they're superheroes, but, like, most superheroes don't kill in cold blood like these girls just did to him in his vision. I suspect it, you know, I mean, that's the, to me, that is the smallest of the issues there, because I suspect you know, you're you're you could write it off as like, hey, you know, Sims does something just very unbecoming, you know, maybe commits an act of terror or whatever. And then, you know, they have to basically retaliate. But did you notice how it looked like most of his lines were ADR? Well, it's funny you mentioned that the guy in the beginning of the movie. I don't know if you caught this in the uh, when the mom's giving birth in that pool mm-hmm. i swear it the whoever the the spider tribe leader which by the way this i'll get to them yeah like i'm almost positive his voice did not match his mouth it was like 1960s yeah. godzilla bad yeah um this okay look this is not the room like nothing is ever going to top the entertainment value of the room Mm-hmm. But I mean, this 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 bordered on fun bad. It, yeah, it did. I'm gonna still say it was not. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like I when they did the beginning and they're showing, I, I said I'd get to it. The spider tribe. I really just yes. wanted to get up and walk out. Like <laughs> what? No, no movie. No, Spider Man did not originate in the jungles of Peru <laughs> with some tribe that like can climb. <laughs> down trees really fat. I'm like, no, movie, no. Yeah. Don't do yeah. this. Oh my gosh. Can we talk about the ending? We can, yeah. She force ghosts, man. Yeah, that was <laughs> terrible. <laughs> Three times. There's that. There was the uh-huh. ambulance flying the the ambulance flying through the the banner in Times Square <laughs> and hitting him. Uh which yeah. by the way, Ezekiel said we talked about it as a boring role. This dude got like taken out so many times. He got hit by so many cars in this movie and blown yes. up so many times. Yeah. By the way, speaking of blowing up, I didn't know fireworks could blast through a brick wall. That's new to me, ah. but, uh, <laughs> but it's like the only time Ezekiel Sims came off as threatening is in the alternate realities that Madam Webb saw <laughs> because mm-hmm. every other time he's just getting run over but, uh, yeah, the car flying into him in Times Square got audible laughs from the crowd. Yeah. Uh, not the good kind, but that mm-hmm. one that one got people laughing. Yes. Oh, jeez. Um, there was a few other things I wanted to mention. Let me... Uh, God, it's just... Oh. There was one other thing. Because I mentioned... My, the the why did I see this movie? There was one thing I was slightly curious on with this, and I kind of yeah. mentioned it during the Morbius review. And the thing that I was curious about, because Morbius, you know, I knew that there was a Craven movie in the works. So, okay, there's Craven, there's Morbius. He teams with Vulture. The the cra- uh, 
Sorry, the Morbius movie has Easter eggs for Chameleon Rhino and Black Cat. Black Cat and Chameleon, or sorry, Black Cat and um, Morbius, not your typical who you think of with Sinister Six. They were in it in a few iterations, but they're not like the go. They're like Booker T in the New World Order. It's like, yeah, it happened. It's like, yeah, it's like, yeah, they were in it. But, like, you don't really associate them with it. Vulture, Rhino, Chameleon, Craven, yeah, sure. But the other two, not as much. But whatever, there's six people, fine. Or Venom. Venom yeah. is in it sometimes, kind of, but you don't really associate them with it. So it's like, okay, there's six, seven people we can work with. Maybe Venom can, like, team with Spider-Man, but also turn on him because he's kind of a dick, too. Mm-hmm. Fine. We're building up to that. Maybe. The one thing I was curious about is, okay, is this movie going to make Sony's end goal any more clear? And the answer is, no, it is not. No. I don't know. There's there's, there's an unnamed baby in this movie that we presume is Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that's that's all we know. So, yes. uh, yeah, uh, maybe Craven will show that we're a little bit closer to that, but I think Chameleon and Rhino are villains in that, so are they going to become friends at the end? I don't know. This is, I don't know where Sony is going with this, and it very much reminds me of when I was a kid, and I used to watch, um, WCW was especially guilty of this, although both companies did it, where like they would just drop storylines or just do heel turns out of nowhere that it made no sense or whatever. And I would, yeah. as, as a kid, I would always think, oh, that's my fault. I didn't pick up on something. I didn't. I must have missed something. Because this is a program run by very smart adults who are paid millions of dollars to do this. It was yeah. my fault that I missed something. No. No. This is... Um, I don't know where Sony's going with this. And it is their fault for not knowing this. And a year ago, maybe you remember, I said on... The, maybe it was during... Amazing Spider-Man 2 or Homecoming, whichever. But somehow Madam Web got brought up. And I said, this movie will bomb if Spider-Man is not in it. And it is bombing. And it's like, I knew that a year ago before I even knew that Dakota Johnson was even in the movie. Yeah. And if I knew it, then how... And, and, and I'm not trying to brag because thousands of people probably said the same thing. If we all knew it, how did people at Sony who were paid millions of dollars to green light and make movies not realize this? That's what I don't understand. Mm. That's what is frustrating about this. But. Yeah. I have, uh, I saw a graphic and, um, these screenwriters, Matt Sazama and Burke Sharpless, weird name. Few of the movies they've done. Dracula <laughs> untold. The Last Witch Hunter, Madam Web, Morbius, and mm. Gods of Egypt. Ooh. Yes. The highest uh, scoring uh, movie they have on the tomato meter is all of 25%. So these are fail upward, guys. Yes, dude. Yes. Hmm. Yeah, I don't... I hey, don't... Can, we talk about, can we talk about the false advertising, by the way? Well... I mentioned this a little bit in Morbius because Morbius had the scene where he runs over the runs across the Spider-Man murderer picture, which was completely mm-hmm. cut. Yep. And I mentioned this movie. I wouldn't say false advertise, but it deceitful advertising. <laughs> yes, yes. With the oh, with the heavy emphasis on the one scene where they're in their suits. 
Yes, which is uh, like 90 seconds of the movie. And that's it. Mm-hmm. Which isn't even in reality. It takes place in the future. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the other thing I saw people asking, how did Madame Web become blind? I wish they would have said it. I suspect it was Ezekiel Sims's toxins that did it, mm-hmm. that made her blind. And But they didn't actually say that. I don't know why. It yeah. seems like that could have been a line that you could have thrown in there for clarification. Because I saw some people like, was it the fireworks that blew up in her face? But then, why would that make her cripple? Maybe falling in the mm-hmm. water made her paralyzed. I don't know. So, yeah, just, all you had to say is, oh, he got, he, he, he touched me for so long that the toxins, it killed my eyes and my spine. I don't know. Yeah, but you could have, I mean, look, I know they say show don't tell, but you could have at least had her be like, oh, I, I can't see. I can't, what's going on? I can't see. Like, that sort of thing. Be all dramatic at the end. Yeah. And then, you know, cut to her. Jesus Christ, can we get to the ending? <laughs> Go ahead, yeah. So, she has seemingly adopted these three teenagers. Mm-hmm. Um, they're bringing home Chinese takeout. They say, oh, Cassie, you know, hope you like what we got. And she says, Kung Pao chicken sounds fine. And they're like, how did you know that? Yeah. And then she says, bless you, so-and-so. I can't remember. Oh, that was which so one. bad. I, I hated that. I hated it. And then the other one says, what do you mean? And then, hachoo, you know? That was, that's, that's, okay, you mentioned, mm-hmm. you mentioned show, don't tell. That's an example where it's like, we get it. She can see the future. You don't need to tell us that. A little bit ham-fisted. And I'm going to leave with this, because this was freaking dark. Um... Gosh, it, it bugs me that I can't remember the girl's name. But she says, yeah, and Ben seems to be taken to being an uncle pretty well. And they say, all the fun and none of the responsibility, which, oh, ho, 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 hilarious, you know, call back on that line. That's cool. Oh, yeah, that's the, not, uh, the, the that's responsibility the line that they botched and made it that, even stupider. That's not the bad part. The bad part was Madam Webb saying, that's what he thinks. That tells me that she knows <laughs> That Ben's sister-in-law and brother are going to die at some point in time. And she's not telling them. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, she knows that this newborn baby will be orphaned in the future. And, <laughs> and that she's May... She's not uh, telling anyone. Sorry, not May. Uh, Ben's significant other will yes. become a widow. Yes. Which, by the yes. way, it was... Um... <laughs> When you take on the responsibility, great power will come. <laughs> so, there we go. So bad. Um, but no, I do have a quote that we'll do with uh, Morbius. Actually, you can deliver it. Uh, I'm not going to do it now. I have one last thing to say with the uh, movie. Uh, but... do, are you going to send it to me? Because I am blanking right now, buddy. Oh, you won't. You, uh, I'll set it up. You'll know exactly what I'm referring to. Okay. So, uh, the last thing I was going to say with this movie. If... And I I mentioned this, like I said, a year ago. I said, if Spider-Man's not in this. And basically, I was trying to be optimistic. And I was like, okay, you know, it could be called Madam Web, but Madam Web doesn't necessarily have to be the main character. You know, Wizard of Oz is not about the Wizard of Oz. It's Dorothy's the main character, right? So, okay, you can call it Madam Web. You can, this, this would be if I was making it, because I don't like to complain and not offer solutions. I would have uh, spent like 10 minutes tops on Madam Web's origin. And then she's this 
I don't know, spirit guide, dimensional, whatever. She brings in Andrew Garfield because, oh, I can't remember who that other Spider-Man was because the Doctor Strange effect. <laughs> so she brings in Andrew Garfield, and it's like, hey, look, this... And presumably this movie would come out after Craven, I guess. I don't know. Be like, look, look at all these villains. They're tearing up this city. You know, bring him in, and then Venom can come in because... I don't know. I'm just... This is the direction I would have gone, but if if Mar- if Disney is like no, absolutely not, you can't do any of that, then I would have probably just gone more Terminator Two with this. And the problem with this is it's like when the action and the action scenes were weak, but when they would start, it's like okay, well now we got to go run and hide in the woods, and it's like okay, yes. there's some more action. Oh, now I got to go fly to Peru. And it's like, it felt like, it didn't feel like, like with Terminator 2, it's like it, they were always on the run. With this, it was like, if they'd get away, it'd be like, well, I guess they're away for as long as the movie needs them to be away for. Mm-hmm. And that's, I would have just gone more into, like I said, make the villain threatening, make him the T-1000 type. I don't know, give him psychic powers. Who cares? You know, it's just something. Get rid of the NSA crap. Make him have, yes. like, psychic powers where he can see where they are. But maybe it's mm-hmm. a little... Maybe it's just not as good as Madam Webb's. I don't know. And if people say, oh, you're just ripping off Terminator 2, okay, that's fine. The material I have to work with isn't great. And quite frankly, yeah. if I'm going to rip off something, I'm going to rip off something good. I'd rather have someone yeah. say, well, that movie was reminding me of Terminator 2. I'd rather them say that than that movie was just a rip off of Baby Geniuses. Like, you know... <laughs> Rip off something good is what I'm saying. It, so yes. if if Disney is like shut down all my ideas, then okay, we're gonna go full Terminator 2 rip off and do it that way. And that might have been have, that might have been cool, but no. In this in this T2 rip off, would you have Madame Web sacrifice herself at the end? Uh, I mean, it depends. I, I mean, I say it depends on what Sony's plans are in the future, but I don't know if they even have plans. I, I I would not be shocked because I already saw today um, because of this uh, I, I'm presume because of Madam Web they were planning on a Silk with Silk if you don't know is like a female another female Spider Man they were okay. planning on a Silk Amazon Prime show Sony was and they've they've decided to completely retool and it's like how did you not know even after Morbius that like your direction wasn't bad and yeah. I'll credit a friend for this. This is a great line, although it might be somewhat offensive. But he says, he said, Japan learned after two bombs. Maybe Sony will now. Oh, my gosh, dude. <laughs> I won't say his name, but uh, that was a line. I yeah. thought that was very funny, but maybe offensive. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's – I don't know where, where Sony is going. Um, and, and it's funny. I thought about this. I did some research. Do you remember – El Muerto was supposed to come out in January of this year, starring Bad Bunny. And that yeah, just, I was that just say, never but, happened. I was gonna say Benito was supposed to be in that, and then yeah. that didn't happen. And then in late 2022, there was like, oh, Sony has cast, um, who was it? Sony has cast Donald Glover to play Hypno Hustler. And I'm a big Spider-Man fan. I'm like, who in the hell is Hypno-Hustler? It was some villain, some disco villain from the 70s that they haven't even used in like 30 years or whatever. I'm like, Sony, what are you even doing? Like, you're not even picking out good villains to do now. At least Morbius, it's like, okay, people like vampires. 
What are you even doing? Hypno Hustler? Oh, 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 breaking news. James Gunn has cast uh, Hayden Christensen as Calendar Man. I know, right? Like, <laughs> I mean, like, why don't we just have like a Bonesaw movie or an Uncle Ben movie or uh, a movie about... Um... Yeah, do one about Bonesaw. Yeah. <laughs> In the style of the Iron Claw. <laughs> or, um, I mean, it's just... Uh, the. There's so many, like, random people that, like, and then, I look, I and the thing is, I have not even heard a word on Hypno Hustler since late 2022. The latest I'm yeah. hearing with Donald Glover is like, oh, he might do Prowler in Spider-Man 4, which that would be good. But it's mm-hmm. like, even behind the scenes, Sony doesn't even know what they're doing. Like, Hypno yeah. Hustler? What? Why? And then there was, like, the rumored Aunt May movie for a while. Like, <laughs> what are we doing? Like, she's going to go to church and then have play bridge with her friends and then like what yes. what uh it's just uh so it's no good so it's no good but uh yeah i don't uh i, I suspect venom three okay so this one bombed i suspect Venom 3 could do okay. The first Venom did actually pretty well. Second Venom had a pretty big drop-off. We'll see what happens with the third Venom. Well, here's the problem, and Craven is going to face this for sure. Uh, It's like the great George W. said, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, and you don't get fooled again. Yeah. No one's going to go see Craven. It's not going to happen. Well, Craven, honestly, Craven was supposed to come out last year. The actor strike kept that out so okay yeah. fine delays happen yeah um i rewatched the trailer for craven today it does have potential but it's got the biggest stigma attached to it it's like mm-hmm. oh it's just another madam web and just another morbius um, yeah morbius and i'm look venom one was bad but fun venom two mm-hmm. was less fun but also bad Mm-hmm. If Venom Three follows that pattern, then it's gonna. Ha- I think Venom is coming out before Craven. Let me actually no, it's coming out after. But it's like, I don't know. Um, and then, it, and Craven could also suck. I don't know. Like if the we'll see with the reviews if they even open it up for critics because they opened up Madam Web for critics and it, I it got what yeah. I expected it was gonna get. Yeah. Uh, you got I, a quote for us to come uh, to go out on. I do. I'll let you deliver this one. This is the most famous quote about the movie Morbius that doesn't actually appear in the movie Morbius. Oh, shit. So I will (laughs) let you uh, take it away. It's Morbin time. What if I wanted to break Laugh it all off and you 